Inspired by Marnella Tours' North Peru travel advice show, Jerry went to three of the historical sites on the show. Listen to and learn of his experiences of visiting parts of Peru few international travelers have visited. Enjoy the show. show thank you for listening all around the world and and feel free to leave comments at traveladviceshow.com and i'm chris newton one of the co-hosts and i'd like to introduce my other co-host jerry four how you doing jerry oh very good oh great kind of, great. Kind of excited to talk about this trip that i took yeah to uh, yeah. Um, northern peru and it was inspired as we recorded the show with martha from marnella tours oh right and her North Peru, and she mentioned three things in Northern Peru that I've never heard of. And I've been to Peru many times, probably, I don't know, 15 times probably. And um, I was so impressed that that night I called my friend who travels with me. I said, would you like to go do these things? He said, yeah, it sounds interesting. He was a little disappointed because we were in Peru last year. Oh, right, yeah. And he'd yeah, rather have gone to some other place, um, like Bolivia or anywhere in the world, maybe West Africa, anywhere. <clears throat> when I started talking about it, and I said, well, I'm going to go. You're more than welcome to come, but I have to see these. I'm really excited. And he said, okay. So the next morning, I called Martha, and I said, Martha, you've got your first client, and it's not even up yet. <laughs> the show's not even on. Even on. Yeah. And she laughed, and she said, Really? And I said, I was impressed by three things you said, and I want to know what is the best time of the year to go to do what we want to do. And she said, the end of June and the first part of July. Oh, perfect, yeah. And uh, the less, least chance of rain. It's the least chance of rain, okay. Yeah. Okay. I said, I'll call you back, call my friend. He said, okay. So off we went on this trip. And um, the things that she mentioned that I was truly infatuated over um, were the caves where they found mummies that were um, about 1,500 years old. Wow. And I didn't even know they had mummies down there. Yeah. And then she mentioned the museum. They have about 220 of these mummies that you can look at. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and they've got them in a room in a... Um, um, climate-controlled room, and you have to look through glass. But um, it's amazing. And she also mentioned the uh, Gokta Falls, which many claim is the world's third-highest falls. Oh, jeez. Okay. And um, that, the night before I called her, I looked these up, and I said, I am going. And so off I went, and <laughs> my friend went. Uh -huh. So she booked it, and um, it was a fabulous trip. Fabulous. Yeah. Well, how long did you go for, Jerry? There, like. Uh, we were gone, ten days. Ten days. Okay. Yeah. And and you um, flew in the Lima, right? The capital there, Peru. Right. There. Yeah. We got to Lima about six in the morning. At six in the morning. Okay. And then we um. No, I lied to you. We got to about midnight. 
Oh, min- midnight. Oh, wow. Right. Oh. And um, but we thought, well, by the t- time we call, by the time we cleared customs and had to check in for the other flight, we would just not check into a hotel. Oh, okay. But about one thirty, um, we said, oh, let's go anyway. So we walked literally across the street from the airport, part of the terminal practically, uh, to the hotel we stayed in last year. And we checked into a room for about three hours. Oh, really? Right. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, about three hours. Maybe not even that long. I said, I just want to lie down a minute, and I've got to have a shower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we went in there, and we asked him to wake us up, and he set his alarm on his his, uh, cell phone. And we just laid down for about two and a half, three hours, and got up and um, went over and checked in for our flight. And we flew north to a town that I'd never really been to. And it was called... Uh, I never said it right. Chiclayo. Chiclayo. Chiclayo, okay. Uh In the north part, way up in the north. Yeah, it's north of Trujillo. And um, we landed there, and we were met by Carlos, our guide, and uh, our driver. And we headed off. And I tell you, we had a magnificent time because we went directly from there. over yeah yeah and, so, and so okay you went to i see this town yeah chilalo chiclao 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 yeah chiclao yeah. yeah that that's right really close to the ocean there right on the, on the yeah it's um right there yeah. and um it was quite warm being the dead of winter yeah right and um it was really nice we changed our money there our oh. driver and guy took us over and then we uh, headed out and we went to um, uh, Ventara, Ven- I'm sorry, Ventaron, V-E-N-T-A-R-R-O-N, I think. <clears throat> and it is um, one of the oldest constructions in the Americas. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, uh, they claim that it was first started in 2000 B.C. Jeez, jeez. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they were fixing it up. They were trying to restore it. And, and, is and, that, is, uh, and what town is that in there? Did you guys fly there? Did you guys fly? Uh, no. Uh, we got. Um, we landed in, in Chiclayo. Chihuahua, yeah, Chihuahua. Yeah, and then uh, Carlos and our driver took us out of town for about an hour. Oh, out of town, okay. Yeah, and then we went to this town, and um, outside of, well, it wasn't really a town. It was just to these ruins. And um, little little village, mm-hmm. and um, we stayed about forty five minutes there. Really neat. Oh, um, okay. yeah, they were impressed, and they found them very accidentally. Oh. <clears throat> and they they're running out of money because it's privately uh, being um, researched. Oh, okay. okay. So they only do it a little bit every year, <clears throat> so oh. they get more money. But it's one of the oldest in the entire Americas. Oh man, I never heard of that. I never heard. Well, of that. I hadn't either. Yeah. But that was something they threw in because we had to go through the, by there anyway. <clears throat> and then uh, we went over to uh, Lambayeque, L A M B A Y Q E 
Q-U-E, I think it was. Yeah, I see that on the map there, north of town there. North of town. Yeah. 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 And um, then um, we went over there to see the royal tombs oh. and the museum. And, 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 and all pardon? this is pretty off the beaten path. I mean, you you, met, you mentioned you didn't see many Americans or Europeans much. Yeah. Well, the entire time we were in North America, uh, North Peru, we never saw one American. Oh my gosh! Wow. And we were six days up there. Yeah. And never saw one. Wow. We did see about six Europeans. Some Euro okay. And um, later on, at one of our places, we saw um, a lot of Peruvians. A lot of people uh, went up to the falls, but every room we went to, we had, with the exception of this uh, Van Tarong, and um, um, we never saw anybody. Oh, <laughs> Nobody. <cool. laughs> and we had climbed these mountains to see these, and they never met anybody. Which uh, I thought was fabulous. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, not, not, it's not it's not that touristy as much. Yeah, it's right. Not too bad. And then we went uh, not too far away to Tucume, T-U-C-U-M-E, I think, Tucume. Oh, yeah. To city the, um, see the um, adobe pyramids, and it was an ancient city. Oh. And they've done very little reconstruction. Uh, you just see, like, these mount huge mounds. It'd be like seeing um, the pyramids covered with dirt. Oh, okay, okay. But they look like pyramids underneath it. And, and there's three or four mountains. <clears throat> then we went to the museum right there to see what they've dug up. And really interesting. And I had never heard of them. And, um, yeah, that was really neat. Hmm. But then we uh, drove um, a little bit later, uh, maybe an hour or so. And then we went to our hotel. And it's La Fakes, F-A-I-Q-U-E-S. And uh, maybe it's Ficus. But it was um, run by a man, his manager, and a couple of other people, and some of the finest food I've ever eaten. Really? Yeah. Amazing. And, um, a lot of uh, seafood and stuff? Or just uh, to... No, this was more um, beef and oh, beef. Uh, lamb. And lamb? Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, because you're inland. Oh, you're in one of the more inland? Okay. Yeah. yeah, and you had different bungalows. And beautiful gardens, and anyway, really a nice hotel. Great shower, um, pretty warm, uh, very warm water, but um, wonderful, absolutely wonderful, out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, really, really? <laughs> nowhere. Oh, <man. laughs> yeah, and then we ended up uh, going along the old Pan American Highway. Uh, we went um, east, first of all, and we went really quite close to the Bolivian border, up toward there, and we drove for a long ways. Or, or the Ecuador border? The Ecuador. I mean Ecuador. Did I say Bolivian? Yeah, Ecuador. Yeah, I mean Ecuador. Yeah. Yeah, we're real close to that. Yeah. Oh wow, really? On on I, I it's a number one N is the road. Yeah. It, it, that sounds right. Yeah, one N. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's um, the only road out there. Yeah. Yeah, and there's nothing there except a couple of villages. Right. Really neat yeah. and um, very isolated, and um, we drove the entire day. Oh, geez! Up and down and twisting, and we crossed the Continental Divide, and it's a beautiful, beautiful drive. Oh, nice! And um, then we ended up um, going to um, 
the town of Gokta, I guess, because that's where the Gokta Falls uh, is, G-O-C-T-A, Gokta Falls, Waterfalls. And I tell you, we checked into the Gokta Andes Lodge, the location, everything about it was perfect. Uh, this waterfalls, and I don't know how to describe it perfectly, but this town is surrounded basically by mountains. Oh, okay. And where the hotel is located, from our balcony, from the swimming pool, from the outdoor dining, much of the hotel, you can see the waterfalls. Oh, and it's at, it's at the end of a uh, sort of a U-shaped canyon that's very narrow, very narrow. But you can see it over there, up in that canyon. So we got up in the morning. We had, from oh, our balcony, great. when we got there, it was still daylight. Oh, we, oh my word. <laughs> you, can, you can see my the word. third tallest waterfall in the world. Yeah, right there. Yeah, people claim that that is the third. Some say it's not. The oh. reason it's questionable is because it drops about 1,000 feet. Okay. Then there's a little pool. Not very big. Uh, narrow ledge. I'm going to say maybe... Uh, 75 feet wide, and then it drops about 1,500 feet straight down. Oh, geez. So from the distance, uh, you can tell there's a little break, but because it's not a big break, some say it's one waterfall rather than two waterfalls. But um, oh, no matter, it, but because of that break, it's much more elegant. I mean, it's absolutely um, one of the best waterfalls I've ever seen in my life. The only other one that I like better is Angel Falls. Oh, Angel's Falls. Venezuela. Yeah. As you come down the river and as you're getting close to it, you can see it. My crud, that Angel Falls is unbelievable. We do have a um, show on Angel Falls, and it is truly the most spectacular waterfalls in the world to it's me. Really, yeah, I, I, I heard like sometimes it's hard to, to see it, right? Like it takes an Angel Falls. Yeah. yeah, I had to go twice to see it. Yeah. The first time you can't see the top because of the clouds, because oh. it's so high. I don't yeah. know, it's about 2,500 feet or more. Right. Just straight drop. And the mountains, it's flat up there. It's a table mountain, tabletop, flat, mesa oh, okay. type mountain. It's just flat. And all of a sudden, you just see this waterfall going boom, straight down. But now this one is goes into this narrow canyon. It's a U-shape. And it's green and lush and tropical. It's, it's magnificent. In fact, you when you get there, uh, you're going through jungle oh, wow. to get there. Yeah. It's, it's and they claim you can see monkeys. We didn't see one. Oh, okay. But we saw tons of <clears throat> tropical birds. Oh, really? Like and, oh, okay. Yeah, it's absolutely magnificent. And anyway, so you can see it from the hotel. And that's the only place to stay. <clears throat> Although, and it's the most expensive place. But they have many guest houses, one room that have their own private bath, oh. and um, all and all over the town, and that's where the Peruvians stayed. Oh, okay. And um, they were adequate. Our guide and um, driver stayed in those, and so we they showed us their room, and we showed them our room and said, "Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> there was a difference." Okay. Yeah. But. Um, but, I mean, it had everything you needed, hot water and bathroom and private. And he said that they both said the beds were very comfortable in the one they stayed in. Right on the road, it's an alder road in that whole little bitty town. And um, anyway, so the next morning, <clears throat> we had breakfast, 
on the outdoor restaurant the overlooking deck. the waterfall. Oh, beautiful. And my friend said, and I agreed, he said, you know, we should have stayed here three days and never left the hotel after we saw the falls. Really? And just relax yeah. there in the valley? It's this yeah. little valley right there? Not only is it beautiful, but it is super relaxing. Oh, nice. And yeah, he said, you know, I'd like to lie by that pool about three days reading a book. Yeah. But we didn't. Nice. So yeah. we had breakfast. Now there are three trails, okay? Okay, three hiking trails? Yeah. Yeah. We had booked to go to the middle, but our guide said, no, 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 no. You don't want to. Uh, there's one trail, but it takes a long time to get there. Oh. Our, um, half a day, in fact, some people overnight, oh, to get to the top. And then to go to the middle section, which is very narrow, you go on the other side of the canyon to get to it. And he says it takes several hours longer to get to it. And he says you don't want to go there. Because on the trail, you almost never see the falls until you're there. Oh, okay. It's not... And he says if you go to the middle one, um, you can't see anything. Because there's so much spray, you can't even see the t going up. Oh, okay. And you can't see the falls going down. Oh, yeah. And you're at the bottom of the falls there, right? Yeah. You're at the well, bottom. at the top. You're bottom of the top one. Oh, the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he said, no, we're going to go to the bottom. Because as you're walking there, as you get many, many places, you can see the entire waterfalls as you walk to the bottom. And it is the best decision. So if, if any of our listeners go, uh, just go to the bottom. Bottom Falls, okay. Yeah. It's about a two-hour walk, maybe two and a half. If you stop and photograph as we did, it's about three hours. And um, absolutely wonderful, wonderful. Very good trail, about 95% of it. I mean, it could be a paved highway. Uh, narrow and twisting around the mountain through the jungles. and it's, it's more than adequate. Anybody can do it. Anybody. There were kids, Peruvian kids, with oh, their parents oh, doing this. Oh, so it's pretty intermediate, beginner kind of. Yeah, I call it, except for one little portion, it's definitely beginner. Beginner, oh, okay. Yeah, nice. and it's, it's going downhill, oh. uh, coming back uphill, <laughs> they're coming <Yeah>. back, <laughs> and you're yeah. tired. Oh, yeah. Uh, coming back, I'm glad I had my walking sticks. I mean, you didn't have to have them. Yeah. But it, it's quite steep in some parts. It's about like 35, 40% incline. Oh, my gosh. Gosh, gosh. down. But um, anyway, we got to the bottom, and it is spectacular. I mean, I can't describe it. It is spectacular. And if you go to Peru, I highly recommend you go to Gacta. It will add about three days to your trip, three days. getting there and getting back, and one day there. You need two nights at Gacta so in the town of Gacta. Two nights, yeah. And, yeah. And, and you got there by car, but by a driver and a car? Well, I highly recommend having a driver and a guide and have the guide walk with you to the falls oh, okay. okay. and have that guide know what he's doing ours have been there numerous times exactly where to stop for photos and tell us ahead of time i mean it was perfect he it worked out. he was fabulous that that carlos was fabulous guide okay. and um the whole trip he knew exactly where we we're going he had been there many times okay. he was probably 30 years old and uh so you get down to the bottom, and um, it's um, quite amazing. Um, you can go, not really swimming, because we went during the dry season. You can go swimming down there in the wet season, but I wouldn't go in the wet season. 
because the heat and humidity would be astronomical. You're in the jungles. Yeah, so this is... You're in, you're in the Amazon, Amazon. Uh, state of Peru. You're oh. in the Amazon, legally in the Amazon. Oh, really? It's just a very high elevation, so it's cooler. Okay. And, I mean, when we are doing that show in the morning, it was quite cool. It was cool, um, yeah. yeah. I had a, um, a short sleeve shirt, but I had a um, like a hoodie. Oh, okay. A fleece hoodie. And uh, I wore that for breakfast. And I wore it the first maybe half hour because we left about 8.30 in the morning. And it was cool. Wow. As you start walking, it warms up tremendously. It warms up. Okay. And, um, yeah, I was down to a T-shirt, and I unzipped the bottom part of my pants. Uh, they're the kind of pants that you can zip the bottom yeah. and make them short. Yeah, right, right. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it gets warm. In the winter, we were in the winter, and I can't believe going in the summer. I cannot believe it. It must be hot and humid and miserable. Oh, yeah. He told us this is the only time to come. Really? And, yeah. And, end of June? End of June? End of June, first yeah. part of July. I would say any time like 15th of June until maybe the end of July. But we went to the end of June, first part of July, for that 10 days. We let, we arrived, there, arrived in Peru on the 26th of June, and uh, well, 25th of June of mid, at midnight, and started the trip on the 26th and came back okay. uh, the 10th. You know, in that, in that town, Agata uh, uh-huh. Waterfall, it, how big a town is it? Is it just uh, oh, like it's a very village? Small. It's like a village. It's a yeah. village. Yeah, it's, it's like... dirt roads. Oh, wow. And um, remote then, yeah. If you stay two days, you'd know everybody. Oh, really? Oh, that's nice. If you're into that. Yeah. I mean, we ate all of our meals at the hotel. They were excellent. Oh, right. Excellent meals. Oh, nice. Well, the hotel, you don't have to leave the hotel. But you can walk. We walked the town uh, the first night we got there that afternoon. Oh, wow. Okay. And you can walk the whole town in 20 minutes. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, they have a big square, if you call it that. Uh, the kids are out there playing... Uh, soccer and some of the adults were playing and the town is sort of built around that but um, really primitive is right in the mountains it's green spectacular spectacular scenery and we met maybe 20 of the people there and uh, they were really nice oh nice oh that's great yeah well then we headed out um uh, the next morning, about 10, and we drove quite a ways. I mean, you do a lot of driving up there. With, you yeah. go through these villages, and one thing that I really like are the people because the women are wearing these, what I call Bolivian hats. Oh, okay. Um, I, uh, I don't have, almost like a, a derby in a way, uh, but they have little uh, rims, on the, particularly in the front, and a little bit in the back. And I love those hats. Absolutely love them. And the men will wear more of a bigger rim around. And, um, and their clothing, very colorful. Uh, the bright blues and reds and oh, greens. Nice. And that they've woven out of um, a lamb wool. And um, it's absolutely beautiful. Oh. And the people are super friendly. Nobody speaks English, but super friendly yeah that are very yeah they're just happy to be have tourists there yeah probably yeah and then we um 
we went uh, for about three hours by car on windy roads and magnificent scenery. I, I really am um, over-talking the scenery. Yeah, but so even cool. my friend, who does not get super impressed by scenery, oh, okay. yeah. I mean, uh, he and I, since my wife died, in the last six and a half years, we've been to over 50 countries. I mean, on every continent except Antarctica, and we've been had we've had to cancel because of his word twice on Antarctica tours, and um, we'll get there. But it's the first time, other than Bhutan, that he's ever commented how beautiful it was, and he commented several times. He said, "You know, this is spectacular," and it is. I mean, it's sort of like New Ze- South Island of New Zealand and Switzerland combined. Wow. Really, really. It's yeah, big, uh, in many parts. Other parts are very dry, very dusty. So you see so many things, and you drive up and down the mountains and twist and turn and go over bridges with uh, fast-flowing rivers. And some of, some of the area is dusty, almost desert. In fact, we saw a cactus that I am sure are first cousins of the sequoia in oh, southern really? Arizona. Oh, yeah, they worked similar. They looked exactly some of the ones outside of Tucson and and going down to the Mexican border, the southwest Arizona, and uh, south of the town of Hawaii, W-H-Y, to the Sequoia National Forest, I think it's called, right on the Mexican border. But it looks like that. So, I mean, there's desert and there's tropics, everything, get everything in there. All the the different climates there real quick, yeah. Yeah, and we end up going uh, for a long ways. And um, we ended up, um, well, I'm not sure what, it was called Cruz Pata, C-R-U-Z-P-A-T-A, um, little Cruz Pata, a little town which nobody's heard of. But the reason you go there is to start your climb up this mountain. You're doing a lot of walking. Oh, okay. Oh. It's not up a mountain so much. You do go up a mountain, but you go mainly along the side of it as you go up and you walk forever a couple of hours it seems and then all of a sudden he says look up and let me tell you was I ever impressed uh, on a ledge sort of like a cave but a shallow cave uh, not deep in but on the ledge were these um, statues oh wow yeah and these statues reminded me so much of the um, boy in Easter Island. Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah, they're not that high. They're like eight feet high, maybe. And there's about ten of them just along there. But their faces and the way they're carved is so much like them. They they look like first cousins. The minute I saw them, I said, oh, my word, Easter Island has been here, or these people have been there. That's why, I bet, yeah. Yeah, because they're so similar. And what they did, uh, they're tall and kind of slender, but the bottom part is a little bigger. And what they did is they buried people uh, in them. They're called, uh, so, uh, I never said it right. Uh, I think that sar- something, sarcophagi, sarcophagi, sarcophagi. Sarcophagi, yeah. Sarcophagi. Sarcophagus. Yeah, they... They buried these people at the bottom of them in a fetal position. Oh. And they must have built the bottom part, or maybe they had the back open, and they 
put these people in the bottom, and then they finished up, finished it off. And uh, it's magnificent, as they're just on this ledge up there on this cliff. Wow. And uh, you walk down there and take photos, and very impressive. And then you uh, walk back, an hour or two hours back to the car, and um, then you drive a little bit more, and we stayed at a place of La Casa de Doña Lola, Okay. And um, this um, is was a fabulous hotel. Um, very atmospheric and very uh, fit. Every, every place we stayed fit where we were. Oh, nice. nice. And uh, quite nice. And um, those were authentic. And, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the, the town was. I mean, just really, really neat. So then the next morning we got up. And we drove about an hour and a half uh, to Kulap, K-U-E-L-A-P. Now, Kulap is huge. Um, you drive forever from this town and drive up on this, uh, some paved, some many dirt road. And you stop at this place, and then you have to walk up another mountain for maybe half hour, 45 minutes, maybe, yeah. If you stop, uh, it's longer. But then you get to see this um, ruin. It's the world of the largest ancient stone structure in South America. Oh, wow. Awesome. It's huge. Huge. It's on top of a mountain. And I don't know how huge it is, but it's got to be 150 yards long. Wow. I mean, it's huge. And um, it's not very wide. Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe 50 yards wide. Um, maybe not that in parts it's kind of narrow but it's long it's on top of this mountain and the views of the mountains and the valleys way below are spectacular and uh, it just was built uh, I they told us several you know different times uh, how you know, how old it was yeah, yeah but I don't think anybody knows but it is the largest and it's uh, like 10,000 feet 3,000 meters high elevation Wow, what's the name of it, George? You know, or what's the name uh, of the area? Yeah, it's Kulep. K U K U E L A P. L E P. Oh, okay. L uh, no L A P L A P K U E L Kulep. Cool. L A P. Okay. K U E L A P. And uh, it's the middle of nowhere, and it takes you about an hour and a half drive to get up there. And um, wow, it's impressive. And uh, so we. Walked over that, and we spent probably three hours up there. That looks really and, cool. I'm looking at online right now. Yeah, it looks like it's just like ruins, and, and uh, it looks amazing, yeah. Well, there's an old fort. Yeah, the... the an Inca the, fort. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I mean, nobody could get in there. And there's only three entrances, and they're very narrow. And you have to climb really steeply. So here's these high walls going around it, and one side of it goes straight down the main cliff. There's no way you're going to get up it. And uh, the other side, uh, they were able to shoot arrows or whatever they did to keep people from getting in. And they were there for a long time. But oh. finally, uh, they were conquered. Yeah. And um, so, but it's worth going to. It's amazing. And we had lunch there, and then we um, got in the car and drove down the road um, back to the same hotel 
Casa de Doña Lola. Did I mention that already? Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, we went back down there and stayed there. Oh, wow. And we stayed two nights at that hotel. Two nights, sir. Okay. Yeah. And because um, you need the whole day practically to get up to Quillap. Uh, quil, K-U-E-L-A-P. I don't speak um, Incan, and I don't um, say it correctly, but Quillap. They said Quillap. And um, so we stayed the night there, and really a nice hotel. And the food was excellent. I mean, the whole way along, the food was fabulous. Really, the food was, yeah. Yeah. Real, real fresh and local. Yeah, cuisine. amazing. And then the next day, um, we drive only a very short distance, like an hour. And then we start another uh, two, two and a half hour climb <laughs> up a hill of a mountain. And um, this time, uh, this time we see another cliff tomb. And um, it reminded me, not really, but sort of a Mesa Verde in southwest uh, Colorado. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. Except they had, they had like red colors, and it looks like houses. Like there's a little town up there on this cliff. Wow. Yeah, and um, it's actually tombs. They found all these mummies in there, and um, it, you have to walk there. And you are down below it, and there's a trail that you can get real close to it. And I didn't feel like I needed to get that close, but my friend did. He went bounding up there like the mountain goat. <laughs> and, I mean, the guy said, we'll take about an hour and a half round trip. He was round trip in 30 minutes. Wow. wow. And um, he went up there and got close-ups and came bounding down and said, did you make it? He said, oh, yeah. And he shows the pictures. <laughs> he said, and the guide was saying, what? <laughs> anyway, but he is mountain goat and doesn't know it. <laughs> and um, so it was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. And Sounds then, like a great trip. Wow. You're seeing like ancient ruins, you know, that, I mean. Just, well, we're talking uh, almost 2,000 years old and some wow. 4,000. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 And I never knew they had them that old in yeah, South never, America. Right, right. Wow. But they do. That's awesome. And um, well worth the time. Then we drove about an hour or so, and I cannot pronounce the name of this little town, Lemebamba, something like L-E-Y-M-E-B-A-M-B-A, Lemebamba. Okay. And the reason we went there was to see the museum that houses about 220 mummies. Jeez, jeez. Yeah, and this museum is very well laid out. It's very modern, very nice. And you go to different rooms. You have to go in one order. It's a one-way museum. And um, you walk into a museum, uh, room. Beautiful displays and exquisitely done. Um, for a little town no one's ever heard of, they spend a lot of money and time on this. And they show the history of the area and all these different um, tombs and things. And then at the end, you walk into this room and you turn left and there's this big wall of glass. It must be 30 feet wide. And as you walk up to it, you push a button, our guide did, and it lights up. It's a a climate control room. And here are these mummies. About 220 mummies in there. Wow, wow. 
Oh, they preserved really, really good. Eh? Most of them are preserved very well. Wow. And uh, you go, goodness, we were really impressed. <clears throat> yeah. And then you head out, <clears throat> and then you, the next day uh, you drive around, <clears throat> and you drive forever. <laughs> I <mean laughs> you really drive. And um, I mean, you go to a pass, you go up this mountain, and they, it's, they say it's a very dangerous road. And I guess in the rainy season, it would be extremely dangerous. But I didn't feel scared at all. But you, it's very quite a narrow road in parts, and it's dirt, most of it. And um, it goes way up, like over 10,000, 11,000 feet. Then you go way down to the valley. Then you go way up the mountain. And wow. we drove all day long. Wow, really? really? I, I think we drove eight hours. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And we stopped in a town or two while he got gas, and we'd buy some soda and some of the local food that we thought was edible that we could eat and not get sick. Right. And um, he just kept driving them halfway on top of this big mountain overlooking a beautiful valley way down below. Uh, we had lunch on the side of the road. Uh, but they had the hotel before had packed. The hotel that we stayed in packed the lunch for the next day. Oh, okay. Uh, we had breakfast, the, they packed us at lunch, and we ate that. And then we headed on forever and ever. And um, the um, we went through a town, um, Selendin, Selendin, C-E-L-E-N-D-I-N, I think, Selendin, which is famous for their straw hats. Oh, the straw, oh, okay. Yeah, it's really, really neat. And then we head on, um, to a hotel, uh, Hotel Laguna Seca, S-E-C-A, I think, and um, this was wonderful. I mean, it's a big city. I mean, it's in a big city. Uh, how do you spell that city? Um, the, um, well, it's in uh, Cajamarca, C-A-J-A-R-M-A-C-A. Oh, right. Okay. okay. I see that. Yeah. Yep. In southeast of um, where we started the whole trip. Right, right. We have done um, almost about, of a circle, we did probably 300 degrees of the circle. Oh, jeez. Okay. Way up north, then way east, then south. And now you're south now, yeah. Yeah, you know, and uh, this is a huge city. Yeah, it looks pretty big. It looks like a... Yeah, I mean, it could... I don't know, but it's got to be at least 500,000 or maybe a million. I mean, wow. it's a big city. Wow, okay. I have no idea. I never thought to ask, but it's a big city. And on the outskirts of it, we stayed in a hotel that's unbelievable. unbelievable. Really? It was really great. Yeah. yeah. It was um, just a hotel, Laguna Seca. It's a, it's a spa hotel. Oh, nice. There's lots of pools with varying degrees of water. And in your own bathroom, you have this big tub, a sunken tub, sort of, and you can fill it for, for, with this mineral hot water to any temperature you want, right in your own room. Or you can go out and use the public one, or you can go into the spa, massages and soaking and all that. Oh, nice. And um, it was absolutely fabulous. And then we toured uh, Cajamarca that morning, the next morning, and um, it's a big town. 
Yeah, it looks we like saw, a big, yeah, big town. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it looks really, real, like the foothills of the mountains there, kind of. It's yeah, the valley. well, the whole place that we were, every inch of the place, except the first day, uh-huh. we're in the mountains. We're in the, yeah. We're in the, we're in the mountains, the Andes. And um, the, this, this town um, has a, um, a fabulous church at the top of this mountain, at the edge of town, and you can walk down or up these many steps. And they're kind of steep, probably a 40-degree angle, and got to be several hundred steps. And you walk, we drove up, and then the driver went down somewhere, and a guide and we walked down the steps to downtown, entered a couple of churches, beautiful churches, old and beautiful. Anyway, then we um, yeah. went and to um, Gudalima, um about 1 o'clock right after lunch, and we were met by a guide, and he took us to old Lima, where we walked around for about four or five hours. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, really, really had a good time. That's awesome. And he, yeah, yeah. yeah, showing us things that most people wouldn't see. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And took us, but well, we went into the hotel, the bar where the first, they claim the first Pisco Sour was ever served. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and um, we didn't have one because um, I, I don't like alcohol. But, um, and Cianac had had them on in Peru the year before, and he didn't like them. He, he didn't like them, so we didn't have any. Uh-huh. But, um, and we stayed at the Hotel Casa Andina private collection, and it's a wonderful hotel, very, very nice. And then next, day we left very early we went down to down the Pan American Highway very nice highway down to the town of Pisco um, it's probably a four hour drive okay yeah I see yeah four hour wow okay it's right on the Pacific yeah oh and, that must uh, have been beautiful drive eh? is that a nice yeah highway? it's a wonderful drive yeah beautiful it's the Pan American Highway and it's um, oh. really a nice highway and as good as any in Europe or America, wow. a, a state highway. It wasn't a freeway or anything, but uh-huh. uh, it was a very nice highway. And then we get down there and we have lunch in a fabulous, fabulous um, restaurant. And then they take us out um, to the desert and um, wander around. Then we took a boat ride out to the island that next day, about. Balstras, Balstras Island, <clears throat> and on the way we saw the candelabra. Oh wow! Okay, it's yeah, that's about 450 feet high and about 150 feet wide, and it looks exactly like a, um, a silver candelabra you'd put on your dining room table, <clears throat> carved yeah. into the into wow. the mountain. Wow, that's amazing! And, and you can only see it by air or by sea. Oh, okay, <clears throat> and. Um, it's very interesting yeah. to see that. Nobody knows why it's there. Right. Some say it points over to the Nazca Plains. Oh. Some say it goes to the um, point to water in the desert. Nobody knows. That's oh. interesting. Yeah. Then that afternoon, um, we flew over the Nazca Plains. Oh, we went wow. to the airport and took uh, <clears throat> this plane holding about, I guess, 12 people and uh, flew like an hour, and flew around for about an hour and a half, 
over the plains. I seen the diff different different um, designs. Was that really cool to see that? Yeah. Yeah, I think we saw ten of them. Oh man. Yeah. And they'd go one way, so people on that side of the plane could see it. Then you right. do a U turn, and you could look out the other side. <clears throat> then we came back and drove to Lima. We had dinner at a wonderful Peruvian restaurant. I don't remember the name of the restaurant because I never pay any attention to restaurants because they can change hourly. Yeah, yeah, but, right. But our guide <clears throat> said, this is where you want to go. Oh, nice. We had the restaurant, and then he took us to the airport, and we took this uh, 1 a.m. flight back to the U.S. Really? Wow. God, Jerry, that's pretty great. <laughs> you summed that pretty good, man, for that. Uh, I, how many days? Uh, ten days? or Ten days. About ten a ten-day trip. Yeah, yeah. I, I think our listeners, I mean, it's just something different than just the the Machu Picchu and all the famous you know stuff. Yeah, and the Amazon. Yeah, and the everybody Am does Machu Picchu, yeah. Amazon. Yeah. And some will go out into the jungle, um, down yeah. in the southeast part. Some right. will go to Puno, cross over and see the lake. Yeah. Easy Yeah, lake. And they should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if you have more time, you should do this itinerary. Yeah. Or part of it, or go back again. And Sinak, um, my friend, yeah. said that he actually preferred this over the trip we did last year. Oh, really? The one? Oh, man. Right. Yeah, because we were, well, we love the Amazon. Oh, I found out the boat we were on, on the Amazon about a month ago, blew up. Oh, my gosh, really? Whoa. Yeah, it pulled into Iquitos. All the passengers just barely left. And the, the boat blew up, and it killed three of the crew. Oh, my gosh. And badly, badly injured five more. Wow. And, uh, and it's a magnificent ship. But the company has another ship, so they put the passengers coming on, on that ship and a couple of other ships that do the Amazon. Mm -hmm. And um, but it's a tragic. Oh, man. Tragic. And I hope none of the, I'm sure some of the crew that we knew were on it because they just oh, loved man. it and made it sort of a career, which is tragic. I hope they weren't killed. And um, yeah. so he loved it, this trip, because he said it was, I mean, it's a very tiring trip. Yeah, yeah. And you drive and drive and walk and walk and go up and down mountains and yeah. by walking yeah. and driving. And yeah. we came back, slept all the way back from Lima to Houston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are just exhausted. We were dead tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We didn't know it until we got on the plane and we just bunk out we were. Well, thanks, Jerry. Well, uh, thank you for sharing your. T yeah, we're, we hope to do more of these. You know, kind of like we can, we can just talk about our experiences that we go on, and hope that will help you to, to, um, you know, get excited to do something off the beaten path and do something different. You know, there. So, yeah. yeah all right. Because, um, and again, I booked it all through a Marnella Tours. Marnella Tours. Yeah, Martha. Uh -huh. yeah. And Martha. Yeah. And uh, the woman had her act together. And we have a As lot of our knew. shows in South America. Yeah, they specialize in all the South American countries. Yeah, so. And having taken one of their trips just recently, mm -hmm. I can tell you, um, Carlos is one of the finest guys we've ever had. That's awesome. Really? He, out of all the wow. Well, he knew where to go to see the neat things. Mm -hmm. He knew the time of day to go. Nice, yeah. And he yes. knew where to get the best photographs. That's great. And um, knew all the history and everything about it. But yeah. he was easy going and hung loose. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, well, great. Well, 
Well, we, yeah, look forward to more shows here, and we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about different countries and, and different experiences and the different ways of traveling, too, and everything. So, All right. Jim. Oh, I should say oh, yeah. that many people, uh-huh. um, the Peruvians, and I know they have this, uh, many people take the bus from Lima up to the Gacta Falls. Oh, my God, they take the bus. Wow. But it takes forever. Oh, I think yeah. it takes two days or something. Yeah, that'd be a, a and, big adventure bus ride, yeah. Yeah, and uh, are they overnight? And uh, um, the Peruvian backpackers uh-huh. that went, younger oh. ones. Oh, cool. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can do it. You don't have to do it the way we did, but if you do it other ways, mm-hmm. it's easy, a two-and-a-half-three-week trip. Yeah. That's what we did if you went on the uh, public transportation. Right. It would cost you much less. Yeah. Particularly... Yeah. If you didn't stay in hotels, but we say, I want a hot shower. I want wonderful food. Yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm going to get sick. Right. And um, I'd rather pay more money and travel less if I needed to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But also, I'm old. Yeah, you're, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you yeah, know, you, in you, your you, 20s, you can do that kind of I did that in my 20s. Yeah, yeah you used to. It's right through Africa. All that yeah. type of thing. And me too. I, I've slept in park benches and. Yeah, I've done the same thing. Hostels. Church pews and hostels. Yeah, yep. <laughs> anywhere. Inside of the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wherever. Yeah. So that was in my 20s. Yeah. In my late teens. Yeah. But uh, you save a lot of money. Yeah. But it takes a lot more time. to our show yeah. from all around the world. We really appreciate that. And we'd well, like thanks, to uh, we'll give a shout out. And, uh, uh, thank we'll you to okay. Stephen we'll Pratt. To Very good. For helping compose the music, the wonderful intro and the ending of the show. And i also like to uh, say thank you to James Steed uh, for helping with the website and audio information. And also Nate Scholes um, about uh, getting us on the right track and helping us on the podcast on Travel Advice Show. Um, So thank you so much, and uh, enjoy all your travels around the world.